everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Towers Talk. I'm Angela. And I'm Patrick. Welcome back to another week. Towers Talk is brought to you by Lion, Bennett, and Braxton Towers. Towers, you can live anywhere. When you're here, you're home. All right, today, folks, we're joined by a very, very special guest, our Executive Director of Student Services and Residence Life, Dr. Patricia Sandana. Dr. Sandana, or more affectionately known as Trish, is a three-time graduate from WVU and has worked at WVU for a number of years in multiple roles. She's also me and Angela's boss's boss, so she's high up there. So welcome, Trish. Hey, Patrick and Angela. I really appreciate you guys inviting me here today. I'm really excited about this uh, opportunity to talk to you guys a little bit about my background. Awesome. All right, Trish, so the first question that we have for you today is, can you share a bit about how you got to your position as the Executive Director of ResLife here? Absolutely. So, Patrick, I came to WVU, believe it or not, as a secretary in the provost office in 1993. So, long, long time ago, actually, you know, in March of 93. So, this marks my 28th year coming here at WVU. So, I I won't tell you how young I was when I was started. I'd like to say I was 10, but yeah, I've been at WVU since 1993. So I started off, I actually, going before that, I worked for a defense contractor in a private sector, and I really wanted to go back to school. So I, I, I saw a lot of people who were getting their degrees, who were making a lot more money than me in that field. And so it was a passion of mine to go back to school because I was here at WVU as a student right out of high school, but then I didn't complete my degrees. So it was a passion. I knew that if I went back to WVU and started working for WVU, that they did pay for an education. So that was my sole purpose in seeking the position at WVU because I did take a pretty serious pay cut to do it. But in the long run, it obviously worked off. So Working in the provost office, they knew my passion. They knew I wanted to get my degree. They were extremely supportive. I had really wonderful um, bosses. I, you know, again, working for the provost. So they really supported that. And so I worked my way up in, in the provost office up through several different positions until I was pretty much a special assistant. That wasn't my title to the provost and the president. And so I worked in the provost office for many years before coming to Res Life, and I earned two degrees while I was in the provost office. I earned my bachelor's degree, and I earned my master's in public administration. The last role I had in the provost office was, again, working specifically with students and working with, you know, academic situations. You know, if there was a problem with a student, I worked so closely with Kim Mosby at that time and Dean Ferris at that time, because there's not really an academic situation that doesn't involve all kinds of student life situations. So I became very passionate about working with student life because I felt like I was only dealing with a portion of what the students were dealing with. And I wanted to help the bigger piece of it. The assistant director position happened to open up in residence life At the same time, I just had earned my master's degree. So I wouldn't have qualified for it if I hadn't just graduated and gotten that degree. I applied for it and I started off in my first position as the assistant director over there. From then, it was just there was some changes within ResLife. So I've been in ResLife now since 2004. 
been through a lot of different, you know, directors. Right after I got the assistant director position, the the director stepped down. So I was kind of serving in that role for a long time, even though I didn't have that position title. And then I got the director position. There was some, again, some changes. We had the resident faculty leader program at that time. And then that moved back over to the provost's office. But again, just staying here and working hard. And then I got the executive director of res life position. I did serve as an interim role in housing and residence life for a short period of time while we were looking for that position as well. So that's a long-winded story of how I got here. We love it. We love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Trish. So, you know, as we've heard, you've worked at WVU for a number of years and and have a really good sense of why we're such a special institution. So what is your favorite part of the culture of WVU and why? Well, I know a lot of people say this, but it's because it's really true and genuine. It's the people here. It really is. I mean, you know, listening to my story, hearing about who's made a difference in my life, especially when I was a young professional, it is it's the staff members here who worked here, who encouraged me to, you know, push forward. When I first got my bachelor's degree, they're like, why stop there? You know, keep going, you you know, and, and so the people here, you know, I was working with Dean Ferris over 28 years ago, you know, in a different role and we're still working together. I, I love the people here. They love WVU the passion about what we're doing, the passion that we have for supporting our students is genuine. And that's why I really appreciate and value working for West Virginia University. I can't imagine working for any other institution. Thank you so much, Trish. And I've only been here, what, almost two full years now. And I can definitely say, you know, it is a special place. And the amazing people I've had the opportunity to work with, including you and Patrick, has been really great. So couldn't agree more with you. Okay. So our next question for you, Trish, is, you know, thinking about all of your experiences working here, which are vast, what have been some of the greatest challenges you've had? You know, podcast is about res life is about towers, so particularly in there, but if there are other ones that you want to talk about by all means, and what have been some of your greatest triumphs? So there have been many challenges. And I think, you know, through the years, part of the challenges have been seeing changes within res life and looking at models that might work best for not only our staff, um, but mainly for our students, because that's our goal, right? We're here to be for our students. And so, you know, when, when there are programs that you try and they work for a while and then you go back and you revision them and you, you're not getting what you wanted out of the programs, that that's can be very challenging because you feel like you're putting in a lot of work for something that may have not have worked as well. I think, you know, one of the things that everybody in their institution or in their department looks for is, you know, continued assessment. What are we doing? Is it working? Are, are we just spinning our wheels? Are we just doing the things that we used to do. So I think that there was, you know, one of um, the things that was really hard is when the resident faculty leader program, who had a really great run, it was really a wonderful program during that time. And then when that slowly, you know, went away, that was a challenge for me because I had been hired under the resident faculty leader program. I had seen it be so vibrant and it was very supportive of students. And then when that kind of changed, some of the mission and vision 
program changed as well. And we started to do things a little bit differently. At first, I felt like we weren't giving the level of support to our students that we had in the past. And we had to pick that back up and we had to find a way to do it. And we have done that. And it just took a little bit of a transition for us to do that. Some of the greatest successes are, of course, you know, Anytime I see a student succeed, even after they've been through some trials and tribulations, and I'll, I'll give you one specific example that's still, and I don't, I don't know that they were a Towers student, but we can pretend they were because it would be a Towers student. But I was working with a student who had some conduct histories and, and you know, he, he'd been on my mind for a while and he got into a serious accident and, you know, he had been drinking. He had been in a serious accident. He ended up in the hospital, went to the hospital, was visiting with him, wasn't sure how well he was going to come out of that situation. It was pretty devastating. I mean, you get close to your students and that's what we're here for, to be close to our students. And so he, you know, had to step out because of his medical situations and he stayed out for another year. And I lost track of him at, at that time. Out of the blue, I got an email sent from the student sending me a copy of his president's list. So the student came back. He had been struggling academically. He said, I just needed to show you this information. I came back. I'm on the president's list. If you and your staff hadn't been supportive of us, I would have never been in a position to come back and be successful. And so that story still gives me goosebumps because he didn't need to look me up. He didn't need to, you know, tell me all of this. But those are that's just one of many, many students from the last 17 years in residence life. There's so many just like that. But, you know, those are the things that make doing this job really valuable. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was a great that was story. A great story. <laughs> so... Can you share your favorite WVU Res Life memory from over the years? It can be an event, a situation, just anything from Res Life. I know we're kind of a, sometimes we're kind of a quirky department, and I know there are some really great stories out there. So I guess what's your favorite? You know, there's so many of them, but I would have to go back to say, One of my favorite experiences has to do with RA training because one, I love the RA staff and I enjoy working with them. And I love seeing our hall coordinators work with RAs during RA training. Everybody comes in, they're excited, they're ready to start the job. One year we had a situation where we were in between with a resident hall coordinator. And so generally, you know, I'm so involved in training, you know, doing things. It's also move in time, lots of things that I'm not as connected to some of the RAs as I'd like to be. But in this specific year, there was an RHC situation where I actually went with the RAs on their retreat. And we went out to a camp and we spent the weekend out there and a lot of staff bonding. And I got to lead the RAs in their training and in their bonding. And it was just such a a magical experience to connect. And they were Towers staff members. And this has been so many years ago. But, you know, to, to actually be, see what our hall coordinators do, see what our RAs are doing, see that staff bonding occur. It just, it just gave me great energy. And I really enjoyed that experience. And wish I could do that more often. That sounds like so much fun. And I'm not going to lie. I think we're a little bit jealous. We don't get to go to camp anymore, but that's okay. We'll forgive you. (laughs) One of the changes that we've made 
but that doesn't mean it can't be revisited. So we can always look at those things. Before we ask the last question, I'm going to share my favorite Trish memory. And by all means, feel free. But I, when we said that we were going to bring Trish on here, I was like, oh, I'm going to interject this story in somewhere. So I've got two. They're both from my first semester here. The first was my, just my job offer in, in at all. Coming out of grad school, I was really nervous and scared and I didn't have any, you know, I, I had some prospects, but not any job offers yet. And I came to Trisha's office at the end of the day and got this box of cookies, these w, flying WV cookies and pepperoni rolls. And I asked her like, oh, you know, I'm really, you know, I had a really good time. When can I expect to hear back? And she said, we're, you know, we're going to move serious. We're, we're going to move quickly on the candidates that we're serious about. And my response to her was, I appreciate you saying that, but I've heard that a lot. Like, can you give me a realistic timeline at all? And like fully expecting to get blown off and told like, no, like we don't have a timeline. We'll get back to you when I can, when we can. And this was a Thursday afternoon. And Trish said, we're going to call you on Monday. And I was like, oh, okay. Thank you, ma'am. I'm going to take my cookies now and then drive back to Maryland. Thank you so much. And it just like gave me so much energy. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, like I think I'm really going to get a job offer. Like I like, I don't think she would say that for nothing. So that's story number one. And story number two was at the end of that first semester at WVU for me. I had a very difficult staffing situation going on. And Trish just really, really had my back. And I can just remember being like so unbelievably nervous because it was my first serious job. The first time I had a real paycheck and everything. And this real issue that was cropping up, I was scared about what the results were going to be, how it was like, how I was going to be perceived as a professional and how my boss's boss thought of me. And Trish just like went to bat for me in ways that I'll never forget or be able to like, you know, I'll never be able to pay that forward back to her other than working hard. But it just meant so much as a young professional to have my executive director just like watching out for me that way. So I just wanted to share that, interject that real quick about my favorite Trish memories. So, well, thank you for sharing those. <laughs> I heard you say that. I'm just going to remember that. <laughs> I definitely, obviously I have to jump in with something. So I think back to uh, last year, which was my first year at WVU. I started in May of 2019. So we're we're coming up on what two years now, right? Right? Does that sound right? Okay. That is I'm correct. like, am I yes. doing math right? And I remember going to my first Empty Bowls event. If people don't know about it, Empty Bowls is uh, probably our biggest service opportunity here in Morgantown. And so, as a new professional. So for those who don't know as well, Trish is really involved with Empty Bowls and volunteers like every year. And so you know, just seeing Trish volunteer at the first empty bowls, my first year, you know, and then also this year I was able to volunteer myself and volunteer with Trish for the day, which was really cool. And I think for me, it's really valuable to see, you know, a professional at WVU who is in a higher position, giving back to our community. You know, this entire event benefits the poor in our community here and, and, you know, Morgantown. And I just really appreciate seeing that. And it was fun to volunteer with you, Trish. So I just, I just wanted to share that. <laughs> well, thank you. And, and thank you for the plug for MD Bowls. So definitely, hey, we do it every year and MD Bowls does things throughout the year, not just the soup and uh, bread luncheon, but thanks for the plug for MD Bowls, Angela. I appreciate that. <laughs> Always. <laughs> awesome. All right, Trish. So the last question we ask all of our guests this 
What is one piece of advice that you wish to share with our first year students here at WVO? Well, this year, of course, is probably different than what I would say most years. But this year, I would say, please mask up, please stay safe, please keep our community safe, and please be responsible mountaineers. So, yeah, that's that's what I would say this year. Usually, I would probably give some other, you know, but right now, I just want us to stay in class, and I want us to be engaged, and I want us to see all of you guys back here next year in full force. So thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much, Trish. So that's a wrap, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. And thank you again, Trish, for your time today. Tune in next week when we interview another member of the WVU community.